106.5 WFMP, this is Community Control. Now, the show seeking democratic community control of public institutions with a particular interest in the U.S. policing apparatus, as evidenced by our eight-point plan. I'm your co-host, Vincent Gonzalez. In the studio with me, soul brother number one, Michael C. Man, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? Yo. Community Control now seeks to end the rampant abuses by the state, which greatly target persons of color and the economically disadvantaged. Community Control now believes in all power to all oppressed people all over the world. For today's show, we're going to look at the Department of Justice, federal charges that have come out of the Breonna Taylor case, just handed down Thursday. We're going to see what implications that has for our current struggle against the policing apparatus in this town. But before we do that, my brother, it's been a minute since we've been in the studio. How are you feeling with all of this? I've got mixed feelings, actually. Um, but there are some new developments that uh, I think we need to pay close attention to and figure out what will be the response of the community collectively to them. Solid. No, I agree. So let's get into it here. On Thursday, Attorney General Merrick Garland filed charges with the Department of Justice against four LMPD officers involved in the Breonna Taylor murder. Okay, so uh, three of them were involved with the affidavit that was sent to the judge that gave the police uh, the authority to go into her apartment and the allegations are stated that they lied about what was on there in order to secure the warrant from the judge Mm -hmm. and that was in adjacent to all of these different units. In essence, uh, the federal government is alleging that a conspiracy was uh, took upon some of the detectives, investigators in this uh, case to secure, um, since this is a local show, I won't uh, do a high degree of rehatching of the Breonna Taylor case, and it's um, pretty much on the national spotlight at this time. So they filed the obstruction of justice charges. The uh, use of force was against Hankinson for his firing into her apartment on a side window during the raid. So there are a total of a dozen charges amongst the four actors in this case here. So also the attorney general alleges that Breonna Taylor's Fourth Amendment rights, the right to probable cause and the the lack of due diligence to do a proper search and seizure was violated in grossly and Beyond that conspiracy, there was a cover-up amongst the officers mentioned in this to lie and 
obstruct some different components of what happened on that night. So, laying that all out, Brother T, what what you got for this? Well, I think it's more evidence of how police repression works and continues to make the case that we've been making here at Community Control now that the only solution is for a democratically elected board of the community to take control and to oversee the police. Now, I know that's pretty provocative to many people. Uh, It's something that, for many of us, we don't think could ever happen. But given the urgency of the situation expressed by the Breonna Taylor case that became a world issue, we've got to see that the solution is not just another weak advisory board or getting more black policemen on the force. The police have time and time again, not only in Louisville, but in so many cities across this country, from the beginning of policing in this country, uh, abused the laws, abused their power, and have proven that they no longer uh, should be uh, left to their own devices. Yeah, so seeing how we first got here up until now, as we've stated in previous episodes, the history of policing comes from two main arteries, slave-catching patrols during uh, the uh, transatlantic slave trade, the white people, as a race, it was imbued upon them to uphold the institution of slavery. Even if you were not a slave owner, you were asked upon, if you saw a runaway slave, to do your due diligence to the institution of whiteness and perform some sort of... uh, you know, in snarling or uh, entrapment measure. Sometimes, you I mean, you had authority to kill them mm-hmm. if uh, you were so justified. And I mean, I mean, all the multitude of cases that were lost to history, and that's, the, we still stand, the, the blood is still in the ground that we stand on. Um, outside of policing, the other methods, the the early militias that killed the indigenous of this land. So it's to be said that the full protection of the law was never granted to persons of color as has been shown. And we're faced with that, oh, the second artery being to break up labor strikes in um, early industrial age. So faced with those two primary things now, as the current structure here, of course, it's uh, painted its face uh, with some different cosmetics, but the structure, the bones of how it carried out its duties still exist. Mm-hmm. So how do 
the persons most aggrieved by these systems and in this town, we're going to go with persons of color just from this illustrious history and from what we're still faced with now. How do persons of color get justice in these situations? Well, we know ultimately policing as we know it has to be abolished. And we here at Community Control Now promote abolitionism. Yes. However, we recognize that that is a long-term goal. And to actually abolish policing as we know it will take a process. But in the meantime, and since the present set of circumstances are unacceptable, we've got to take control of the apparatus, as I said earlier. And we have laid out an eight-point program as to how that process at least could be initiated. Yes. Shout out to the National Alliance in Chicago. And we are in correspondence with several other towns who are taking up this fight just the same. And uh, solidarity in that regard, the eight-point plan, as we see it here, number one, direct election of citizens to an accountability board. Now, this board has budget and policy oversight power. Mm -hmm. The people get the final say. All right. Subpoena power. Mm -hmm. We're not sending recommendations. You're going to have to talk in front of a grand jury. You're going to have to be placed under oath and be held accountable to these things, as you as we see in this situation, uh, justice being stalled for so long because there was no form of subpoena until the federal government got involved in it. Number four, the power to hire or fire any officer, including the chief of police, based on justified misconduct. Mm -hmm. Number five, open investigations of all allegations of misconduct by the police. Number six, expanded investigations, in particular to include sexual assault allegations mm -hmm. and a more comprehensive viewpoint. Number seven, we want oversight of the Fraternal Order of Police contracts. You're not going to cut a deal with the city without the people seeing what's going on with that. And then the last one, we're saying no Leos, no law enforcement officers on this board as we see it. So this is a plan and a strategy that in the name of self-determination, in the name of democracy, those who are most aggrieved by these things should have the ultimate say of how they are policed, how are they, how they are made to feel safe in a society this Breonna Taylor case is one of countless mm -hmm. where we have no confidence in your ability to show due diligence and authority of these things. Mm -hmm. The power to be judge, jury, and executioner should be taken away from you. Mm -hmm. So this is what we stand on here. So... And if I may add, you know, when we talk about 
police repression, we include not only the whole issues of police shooting and murdering us, but mass incarceration. Absolutely. Part and parcel of why we need this independent community yes. board is to stop those shootings and killings, but also to promote decarceration. Yes. Getting more of our people out of these jails and prisons and looking anew at the whole uh, concept of public safety because we have to keep in mind that public safety is a real issue. We have real issues like any community in this society, but we also know that this is a very class-based society ruled yes. by capitalists. And because of the inequalities and the disparities, there will always be crime. And when we talk about crime, other than the crime of one-tenth of one percent of the people controlling all the wealth that sets in motion all the other crimes, or that, you know, you have a lot of desperation, even in the white community. One of our colleagues pointed out to us recently, if you look at crime in terms of income levels, there's no more crime in the black community, the poor black communities, the depressed black communities, as there are in the depressed white communities. So that is a class issue. Yes. And now the other thing is that um, we have to address this, keeping that in mind, and what these fascists who are gathering steam right now and trying their darndest to get back in power with is the age-old tactic of criminalizing the black community. Malcolm X talked about this years ago. They're, they're continuing with their theme that basically the police should continue to repress and kill us because there's so much crime in the black community. And we reject that. We think that is not the way to solve the issues of crime. Ultimately, we know that crime and the proliferation of crime can only be solved by dismantling uh, an unequal system that we have. But in the interim, again, we need this board to make the transition to that point. You know, we've got to stop the bleeding right now. Yes. Speaking, this you know, is, metaphorically. It, yes, absolutely. And because what we're faced up against in the direction that we see it, we, knowing the role of capital in these things and the fact that they're not going to stop. The understanding capitalism means that yesterday's till, yesterday's take hmm. on whatever it is we are trying to sow, you know, we use our armaments, all these guns, that's a biggie line. What you think all these guns is for? Hmm. We, we use all of these guns to foment our agenda, white supremacy, capital base, obstruction of people, in particular persons of color in this country because of the um, illustrious history of 
the slave trade, indigenous murders. So you know, this is our ploy to get something ahead of this. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of wild. The founding fathers of this country, which they're no fathers of mine, but mm. the founding fathers of this country co-opted language regarding democracy, mm. freedom, justice, you know, the preamble, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, mm. and knowing what we see in front of us here, I would have just closed my mouth <laughs> if I was them to speak on these things. 2022, we are still faced with these, this albatross. Uh, we, they're killing us. I mean, that's where, and that's why this is so essential. This is why we are advocating for these things. The, the power of life and death resides in this institution. And we hope that an uh, advocacy for community control can spur us in a different, transformative direction. Mm-hmm. So, before we get into the second half of things here, I wanted to let you know that you are listening to 106.5 WFMP, Community Control Now, Vincent Gonzalez, Michael T. We are talking about the Attorney General charges filed against several of the actors who had a role in the murder of Breonna Taylor. Now, for a second, wanted to talk about some of the reactions around town. So when the announcement came out, the family of Breonna Taylor and Until Freedom, Benjamin Crump, they were down at the square doing a press conference. Some of the activists who were in the streets and maintained the square, they had a subsequent press conference afterwards. All right? I can attest, this is someone, my brother, you was out there, mm-hmm. but this is for myself, just laying out the whole specter of the case. When persons were first made aware of these things, and I can remember to that time, there was only, and I'll um, admit, on the night of March 15th, there were only, and early on, there were only a small handful of people who were adjacent to what happened, getting the word out. The George Floyd case happens. Mm. He's on camera being murdered by a police officer. So from that, some of the groundswell that came out of that, around, I want to say that late May or so, Mm going into early June, 
the details are being revealed about the Breonna Taylor case. Her boyfriend who shot the shot, he's still in jail. All right. So they were going to bury this. And I attribute to the point we are right now to the activist base. And shout out to Breway for being in the street for as much time as they held every day. It was one point, I mean, we were, I want to say, it was in the hundreds of consecutive marches and holding space around these things. We would not have gotten to the point we are without that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I saw that there were tears of joy. Some cries were heard in the sense that it was not all for not. We received some form of acknowledgement of those things. But any thinking person can tell you, just looking at the history of these things, I'm not counting any chickens because they haven't even hatched yet. Mm-hmm. So, what we're faced with here is very much in bated breath. We have an obligation to hold them accountable that every letter of the law is being held forth. Man, I want charges against. Every person. It's almost similar. We were talking about this the other day. We was looking at something with South Africa mm. and that form of reconciliation that they that they sought to have. To that level, I want everyone to say what they did and put that forth in regards to what led to her death. All right? And I need all authorities involved with that to carry out justice in this matter. Mm-hmm. Nothing less will satisfy us. But my brother, I wanted to ask you here, you've placed this upon me a few times, and it's the stark difference between high degree of advocacy towards your civil rights versus understanding and fighting for human rights. And if you could uh, help flesh out the difference of those two. Exactly. Actually, we need to continue to fight for both. Uh, One of the great things about Malcolm X's message was that he emphasized, especially in his post-Nation of Islam years, the importance of fighting for the recognition of our human rights, which transcend our civil rights, as important as the civil rights struggle is. I mean, if citizenship means anything, we have to fight for our civil rights. We know that's been an ongoing struggle. And that struggle is ultimately based on the whole notion that as citizens, 
uh, were endowed with certain rights guaranteed by the Constitution and the laws. But we know that beyond and before and below and above all of that, we are humans. And that's why Malcolm used to always say, you don't, you know, uh, go to the court of your criminal. Ultimately, you take your criminal to court. And that's why he and many others before him sought to bring our case in terms of the lack of justice in America to the world court to the United Nations. Uh, we need to look at the United Nations Charter on Human Rights, that all people, all humans, have um, inalienable rights. Mm -hmm. Remember, Thomas Jefferson says that in yeah. the, uh, the Declaration of Independence. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Yes. In the case of Breonna Taylor, she didn't even have a chance to get the first one. Yes. So this is what we're talking about here, just like lock, stock, and barrel. It's what we're up against. Yes, yes. And we have to keep both of those struggles in mind. It's not really an either or, it's both. Yes. And my contention is that above and beyond any laws that are passed, we have human rights. Laws can be changed. Uh, you know, the Constitution can be changed for better or for worse. We just saw recently where it was changed for worse, you know, with the abortion issue. So as much as we've got to fight for those things, because we deserve that, we're citizens, but we're also human beings. And we know that all of this deprivation of our freedom by this mass incarceration and this harassment and shootings and murdering of us by the police and you know other without due process yes without due process which was guaranteed by the 14th amendment before they hung you you know you're supposed to have a trial you were considered you know innocent until proven guilty there was a process the police did not have the right especially after the passage of the 14th amendment to be as you said earlier you know, the executioner, yeah. due process, and we're being deprived of that, which deprives us of not only our civil rights, but mm -hmm. our human rights. So the struggle still continues. Community control now. We will do our due diligence to ensure that all that ills us in the sense of how we are policed as a nation in this town is powered by the people. We got two minutes here. How we want to close this thing out? Any final words, strong thoughts on what we're up against here? We are up against, as always, police repression that stems from our historic exploitation in and under a society controlled by and ruled by capital, part and parcel of that capitalist system, as we know, is white supremacy, a whole concept that uh, evolved to maintain the rule of capital, to split the working class, and to justify the super exploitation of African Americans and the indigenous and other peoples of color. And we have to keep those connections in our mind.
This is not some isolated thing just about the police. The police represent the state, and the state has always, the U.S. state has always been primarily interested in, as you said earlier, suppressing dissent and suppressing labor organization and maintaining a climate for capitalist exploitation. Public safety is the least of their concerns. Yeah. So promises kept, community control now. We will stand in the forefront of this fight. We give y'all our word to put forth a campaign. Hey, stay tuned. My brother, final shouts. Free all political prisoners. Free Brittany Griner now. Right, right, right now. Free Mubia Abu Jamal. Yes. Free Linda Peltier. Community control now. Let's get free.